Welcome back, everyone, to the High Tempo Sports Podcast, episode 48 this week. If you're checking this out on YouTube, hit that subscribe button, give us a like, and if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, hit that download button. Easton, how are you doing today? Good. I'm doing good. Just not in paradise. It's oh, yeah. cold down here again. It's cold outside. It's like 30 degrees outside. We're yeah. in the winter. We've been talking. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a cold winter. <laughs> <laughs> I want to start off today's episode with some breaking news. Breaking news button. Oh, oh breaking news. We Antonio do breaking Brown. News button. We do. Holy moly. That's a good Antonio point. Brown. Who was uh, we talked about last episode? The Seahawks planned on signing him week nine once his suspension's up. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Tom Brady heard that news and said, We're just going to sign him right now. Right now. And he signs a one year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which honestly shocked me. Like, that was shocking. That was like, I read it and it was sent in my fantasy football group chat, and I was like, No <laughs> way. Like, Tom Brady now has more weapons. Okay, not than any other quarterback. But he has a lot he of might. weapons. He might. You have Godwin. Evans and Godwin, who are might be the best wide receiver duo in, in the NFL. Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones. I'm, I, I said might. Okay. And then you add Antonio Brown, who's the best wide receiver of the 2010s. You have Leonard Fournette, who used to be a really good running back. Ronald Jones, who's been pretty good for them. Oh, did you forget about Rob Gronkowski? <laughs> You forget about Cameron Bray, O.J. Howard. Like That team has so many weapons, and they have Tyler Johnson, their rookie wide receiver. I mean, that team is is offensively scary. Crazy. I mean, that yeah. is a super team. Mm-hmm. Defense is going to be the question, but can they put it all together? How many true super teams have we even seen in the NFL? Like, this might be, like, when I think of super teams. You don't teams, really see super teams in the it's NFL. It's just not a thing, because usually it's, like, two good players. Not five, yeah. Like really high I don't think level players. I don't think I have seen the weapons that there is in Tampa right now, like ever. No, me either. Oh, um, no, they're unreal. Do you think that Antonio Brown will finish the season as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer? Yes, you do. Yeah, I think because it, it didn't work the last time him and yep. Tom Brady teamed up. He played one game with New England, and then they cut him. But clearly, that after wasn't, having a good game, clearly that wasn't Tom Brady. Because yeah. Tom Brady would have told him he, no. he wouldn't have had him back in Tampa. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, him so, and Tom Brady, they have connection. And it's just, it's clear to me that they want to play or else AB wouldn't be making the effort to come back. Yeah. But yeah, that was just some breaking news I wanted to talk about. AB will be returning in week nine. So he won't play this week. He won't play next week. But week nine, I mean, he might, he should play week nine, but that's when his suspension is over with. So, yeah. and Nate Real. My Nate, little Nate Real, not big Nate Real. Uh, he is a fantasy genius. He had this all planned out in the back of his head. He's like, suspension comes up week eight, or week eight or week nine. Week eight is when it's over. over. So week nine, he, he signed play. him last week to his fantasy team. Clark picked Jason Clark picked him up uh, in our dynasty league like the second that that report came out of, that the Seahawks wanted to sign him. That's crazy though that he signed him before, picked him up even before that even came he out. Leagues <laughs> in front of the rest of us. Thinking. I picked up Des Bryant because the the Ravens want to pick him up, so I picked him up. Even though it was <laughs> practice squad. Yeah, but you never know. He might score a few points. Though. Might as well. I mean, my team sucks in dynasty anyways. I'm tanking, so yeah, you gotta get that first overall well. pick. But yeah, that was just some breaking news I want to talk about. Uh, now let's get on to the day. Today is the day that we have been waiting for for a very very long time. As Big Ten football is back today. Today. I mean, technically it was back last night as Wisconsin played Illinois and they blew them out of the water like 45-7 to seven or something. But we have six Big Ten games today. 
I want to predict all of them right here, right now. Go for it. First game. I mean, I just wrote these down in random order. I don't know about the times. Nebraska at number eight, Ohio State Buckeyes. Justin Fields and them look to make a college football playoff run. Ohio State. Yeah, duh. Duh. <laughs> I don't want to pick them, but. No. Oh, Justin Fields is Next incredible. game, my team. I'm rocking so much Michigan State gear right now. I got a state hoodie on underneath this. Cassius Winston football jersey. So, <laughs> while we're on that. And a state hat. How did you get the Cassius Winston football jersey? All right, yeah. this I didn't mean to get You're probably thinking, oh, who won number five for state football? Huh? It wasn't Cook or Cousins. No, this is Cassius. I'll, I'll, I'll prove it real quick. <laughs> uh, oh, oh, hoodie. There you go. That says Winston. But the story behind this is... For Christmas last year, I asked my mom for a Cassius Winston jersey, and my mom doesn't really like watch sports, and and I also forgot that you can't get college jerseys. Like you can't get real college jerseys. They don't. Yeah, you gotta, they don't. You gotta they don't exist. Yeah. Now the name. I, and I back. forgot about that. And so, I told her to get me a Cassius Winston jersey, and she did, and it was a football jersey. <laughs> Why do they make a football jersey? I don't know, but she didn't know that he played basketball. Like, she didn't know that. I think it's still kind of funny, though. Like, I think it's a I, cool I'll still jersey. Wear it. <laughs> but, yeah, State is playing Rutgers today. State got to win this one. I think it's, Rutgers might get their first Big Ten win <laughs> in three years. Actually? No, it's State. Yeah, State, come on. You got to win this one. I'm glad that we play Rutgers week one because we take take on Michigan next, next Saturday. Ooh, so best game, Best game of the year. Yeah. Game's gonna be crazy. Next, we have college football game day is here today in Minnesota as number eighteen Michigan takes on number twenty one Minnesota. You know, I gotta go with my Wolverines. I'm going. I'll pick. I'm going with Michigan. I mean, I'll root for them, but I think it's gonna be a very good game, though. It gets cold. In Minnesota. A lot of teams are picking Minnesota to win. It gets cold like Minnesota. <laughs> What's that trophy called? The brown jug or something? I think that's what the, the trophy between them two is yeah. called. Uh, but yeah, that's a first big, big 10 game we have. And then we have number eight, Penn State at Indiana. Penn State. Yeah. Oh, Penn, Penn State. State. A lot of the talk of, oh shoot, of college football is like, who will make, will two big 10 teams make the playoff? And that talks about Ohio State, Indiana and Wisconsin. Michigan has not even been Indiana. mentioned in or not. Did I say Indiana? Yeah. Ohio State, Penn State, and Wisconsin. Um Yeah, but no really talk about Michigan. I there. can see Wisconsin making it. They've been so good Penn for State. so many Penn years. Penn State's gonna be really good this year as well. But uh like I said, with just the Big Ten schedule, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be pretty tough. Gonna be tough. And then the last two games are both uh non ranked team games. We have Maryland at Northwestern. I don't know much about either of these teams. Northwestern. I'm going to go Northwestern because yeah. they usually beat State. So, <laughs> And then we have Iowa at Purdue. Iowa. I'm going to go Purdue. We're going Iowa. Might as well. We, we, then we split. Yeah. We can see who wins. <laughs> I mean, I'm not writing these down. We're just talking about but them. But we'll know that's the only game. A couple other uh, college football games today, though. We have Syracuse taking on number one Clemson. We have number 23 North, uh, North Carolina State taking on 14 North Carolina in-state battle there. North Carolina was uh, undefeated like a top 10 team last week, and they lost. Number 17, Iowa State at number 6, Oklahoma State. And then number 9, Cincinnati at number 16, SMU. Just some notable games there. But it is a great day to have Big Ten college football back. 
And good, good, good day. Next Saturday is going to be a fantastic episode because we're going to have Scuba and Nate here to talk about Steelers Ravens. We're going to talk about Michigan, Michigan State. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be a great. It's going to be fun. So it should be like be here next Saturday. The episode of the year. Like that's we are like <laughs> that's our big episode this yeah. year uh, so far. Just because those best friends right. and they're hilarious. Um, some more football news. Thursday night football. Uh, we had the Giants take on the Philadelphia Eagles. This was a really tough game for me to pick who to root for because I picked the Eagles, and I know Easton picked the Giants. So I was rooting for the Eagles, but I had Evan Ingram and the the Giants kicker, Graham Gano, and in fantasy. And so I was like, I need the Giants to at least get something there. The Philly Eagles ended up winning this game after Daniel Jones, you know, 80-yard run, about to be the, one of the longest quarterback touchdown runs ever. Trips on the sprinkler and, <laughs> and trips and falls. I trips mean, trips over the ten yard did line. Did you see that meme? Uh, uh, like how B- Buffalo Wild Wings used to have that commercial where they like fake rigged the games and they called somebody <laughs> yeah. and the janitor hit the sprinkler <laughs> and it showed Danny Dimes <laughs> tripping over it. And then they had to play to Evan Ingram that uh wide open Evan Ingram, kind of a bad throw, but he still should have caught it, dropped it, probably would have won the Giants the game. And uh, oh, I had something to say. Oh, that run was the longest quarterback run since Marcus Mariota's 80-yard touchdown. I was going to say, I knew Mar- Mariota had a long one years back. But but I wonder if that's the farthest That ever. would have been the longest one, though, because it was like 95 he, he had yards. 15 yards. Yeah. Jones had like 15 yards left to go yeah. before he tripped. I cannot believe <laughs> I Oh, we were sitting on the couch. That wraps up the me. Giants season right there. <laughs> you get rid of Daniel Jones right now. <laughs> but yeah, I'm up 1-0 in picks already, so that's nice. Not nice. So let's get into the big topic of the week. This is kind of just what we're going to talk about the rest of the episode. We don't really have anything else planned. Right. This uh, is... Should we, should we, uh, the NBA scheduling just came oh, yeah, out. Yeah. So NBA schedule just came out. They are shooting now December 22nd as the first game, which is great news because we all thought that it was, uh, MLK day was a big topic and they thought that was going to be the day, which that's not till February. I don't think I mean, so no Christmas day games. We're going to have Christmas day games now. Um, and that came out like, I'm pretty sure that's official. I hope, uh, I, I rather they're looking for a 72 game season this year too. Just to which is up. still, I mean, that's still that's pretty, enough. that's a good amount of games. That's and, enough. uh, I just hope that they are able to have fans. Me too. Not sold out arenas or nothing, but just have some fans back to somewhat of a normalcy. The same way college football and NFL. Yeah, they're just slowly getting back there. Yeah, yeah. they're just working their way up. And the NBA is pretty smart about everything, so they I know that they'll take the precautions and everything to make yeah. sure that the league doesn't go downhill. Adam Silver is the greatest man oh, in sports. Yeah. So, and then uh, you had something else about the NBA you wanted to say? Oh, about the playoffs. Was- Play in tournament. Oh, yes. Uh, NBA is keeping their play in tournament. They said they loved it so much in Orlando. Yeah, with the eight and nine seed battling for the eight. Yep. I don't know how they're going to do it because the way they did it this year was that any team that was is, is within four games of the eight, like the, if the nine is within four games of the eight, then they play. And if they weren't, like there was no play in tournament in the East because the Magic had like a six or seven game lead on the Wizards. Um, I feel like they might tone the games down a little. Be like maybe like two or three games yeah. behind because four is kind of just like it's a lot. It's a lot of games. I mean, you're up four. You up. You have a whole four game lead on a team, and you could lose them in one game and not make the playoffs. Yeah, so. I definitely think it should be two or three. Yeah, or even just one. Yeah, but that doesn't really happen very often. It does sometimes. But I like to play in tournament a lot. Like Me that too. that game between Memphis and Portland was really awesome. good last year. 
So let's get into it. We've been wanting to do this topic for a while, and we are doing one move, which means a signing or a trade that every NBA team should make this offseason. Now, this isn't like so that they can contend. It's just a smart move for each team. So like if a team is tanking, you don't want to go out and and sign a average guy to a maximum contract. You want to make moves for your future. So we kind of just did a bunch of smart moves, and these all aren't like superstar trades either. Like no. they're not like Joel Embiid every time and Kyrie Irving. Like they're just trades that, and signings that make sense. Yep. So you want to start off? We have yeah. them, we're going in alphabetical order here. So my first team is the Atlanta Hawks. Atlanta Hawks. I want them to go out and sign Jay Crowder this summer. Uh, give him a nice three and D guy. Even though he I didn't, he didn't shoot the rock well at all in the finals. He did in the playoffs though. Yeah, but twenty eight percent in the finals. But he. Is a I think he would be a great catalyst for Cam Reddish and uh, DeAndre Hunter and John Collins, even for that matter, who's not a very good defender. Yeah, we've seen that. Uh, just help them all out because Jay Crowder is a very smart defender, and we saw what he can do. Mm-hmm. My mine is kind of similar to that. Mine is to give Contavious uh, Caldwell Pope a contract. Okay, because. Yeah, because of uh, you know Trey Young, uh, an excellent offensive player, but he might be the worst defensive uh, starting point guard in the NBA. Which he, he's still young. He will develop it. But John Collins is a decent um, defender, more of a rebounder, just guy who blocks shots. But on that on the wing, they have Kevin Herter who doesn't really play defense. DeAndre Hunter is there for defense, but we don't know how much he's going to develop his game. So I think getting a guy like KCP to help out Herter, and and they still have the sixth pick in the draft too. So we don't if they get a Coral and KCP like that's huge. So mm-hmm. uh, that's that's what I went with. Okay, let's move on to Boston. All right, the Boston Celtics. This is an interesting one because Boston is already in a pretty good spot. They really don't have to make any moves. They're just getting better this offseason because mm-hmm. they're young guys. But what do you got? I want them to go out and trade for Miles Turner. It's been in the talks for a long time. I think that takes them from a contender to a favorite in the East. I have the same exact thing. I say trade Gordon Hayward for Miles Turner just yep. because uh, they played a lot of the playoffs without Gordon Hayward. And I love Gordon Hayward, but they looked pretty good without him. And it would just help their spacing out so much because Tatum and Brown and, and Kemba, they can all isolate, and that just helps their isolation even more to kick it out to anybody. Daniel Tice, he'll knock down the mid-range, but he he's he not really a, a three-point shooter. But Daniel Tice can be an amazing six-man along with Marcus Smart. So mm-hmm. I guess Smart would probably start if you're getting rid of Gordon Hayward. Yeah. But... Then you still have Tice, Tice can still off the bench. Tice can still play twenty five to thirty minutes a night off the bench. So and Miles Turner is a very good defender. Like he's he, a very good rim protector and and three point shooter. He does it, exactly he, what yeah, they need. Exactly. Uh, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Odd. <laughs> I'm going with Bradley Beal. Any means necessary. Get Bradley Beal. And the Wizards might not look to trade him immediately. Yeah. But if it's midway what through the season, what do you think season, the Nets uh, would have to give up for for Karis Levert? Right, like Karutz. Uh, a pick, I would guess. You, you think that's it? I but think you'd have to give up Denver and Jarrett Allen. Oh, Jared Allen, and probably two picks. Uh, because Beal, Beal's you got to give up yeah. a lot. I Beal's mean. under contract, so it's not like he, uh, it's not like he is going to be an expiring deal. So you're taking a chance on him. Like you're going to have him for multiple years. So, but I like that to get a third star in Brooklyn. Mine is I, I kind of agree with that, but I really like Brooklyn's depth if they keep it around. So mine is just bring back Joe Harris. Joe Harris is a free agent this year, one of the best shooters in the NBA and I think if you bring him back you have like that team just has a lot you have Kyrie, Dinwiddie, Karras, Joe Harris, KD, Torian Prince, DeAndre Jordan, Jarrett Allen, Cole Roots like so that's, you know, a, that's you know, a deep team. You know who that team reminds me of? Who? 
Clippers. <laughs> I don't know. It's a little. I mean, the Clippers are probably better than that team, but yeah, like that's what I'm saying. Like the depth. That's why I want the third star and Bradley Beal. Yeah, I, I can see that, but I just kind of went simple there. Mm-hmm. Charlotte. What Charlotte. Do you got? I really didn't know. I don't know the direction. They I, should this end. one took me a little bit, but I, I thought of a good one. I think they should sign uh, Montrez Harrell to a big deal. So they can tank. Yeah. Like get him on like a 20 mil a year deal so they can just tank and get picks. Good Mine picks. is pay Montrez Harrell as well. <laughs> That's pretty weird. Um, The Hornets have kind of been like they've said this too. They've been really looking for that center. And I they probably want Wiseman, but they're in a good spot at three because like this draft is like I think we know what the top three is going to be. And then after three, it could really go in somewhat random of an order. Like, let's say LaMelo Ball falls you at three. You get LaMelo Ball. They have cap to go out and pay Montrez Harrell. You do that, and you have LaMelo Ball, Deon- Devonta Graham. But if you if if James Wiseman falls to you at three, you take Wiseman and then don't go out and get Montrez yeah. Harrell unless you want to bring him off the bench, but you still have Zeller. He could run the four. Montrez could run the four. I mean, ah, not no, he league. can't shoot. He can't yeah. shoot. You have to he, shoot. He's a good four. five. But, yeah. I mean, he was a six-man in, in L.A. too, but I feel like he'll want to take... Because he's going to get paid. And if you're paying him that much to come off the bench, what's the point? What's so, the point? But yeah, I like Charlotte going after Montrez Harrell. That's odd that we had the same I one. know. <laughs> Chicago. Chicago, I want them to bring Rondo back. I want Rondo to be their mentor, Kobe White. And also, he's a great defender I as like a backup that. for Kobe White. Because Kobe White is not a very good defender. I like that because, uh, because Rondo... I mean, no, I don't know if I do like that because I feel like Rondo will actually probably get paid by somebody. And, and I don't know could. if Chicago will I don't because think... of Rondo's performance in the NBA Finals. Maybe, though. It just depends. I don't know if he gets like... Kinda, he's kind of old. Like 10 mil, you think he'll get paid 10 mil? Probably not, like right? Seven. I was going to say like maybe 7 or 8. But uh, for Chicago, I have go in on Anthony Davis. <laughs> but I also have a slash because obviously... I think if AD is were, or were to leave the Lakers, it would be for Chicago. But I don't think he's going to leave the Lakers. So I have a slash. I say, go out and get Fred Van Vliet. Mm. You know, like, I mean, you'd have to probably trade Otto Porter because he has a player option for this year. But so, you could do a salary dump with Otto Porter. But I think Fred Van Vliet, because I know he's smaller, but he still is a pretty good defender. You could move. You really could start, like, Kobe White, Van Vliet, and exactly. Zach Levine. Yeah, you or can. you could just start... Uh, Van Vliet and Zach Levine and play Kobe White Dude, 30, min- 30 minutes a night off the bench. They still have Sadoransky who's going to play big minutes, so it does clog the guard spot a little bit, but Chicago could could, could fight for a playoff spot next year. I'm Getting Fred Van fan. Vliet helps. I'm a big fan of uh, Chicago's whole team right now. Yeah. Kobe White, Zach Levine, they Lowry, have a lot of young Wendell, pieces. Tomas Sadoransky. I like that Daniel roster. Gafford. But Fred Van Vliet is an AD. They're both the hometown kids. I think... I don't know if Fred Van Vliet is from Chicago, but I know he's from Illinois. So, yeah, go after him, man. Go get him. Next, the Cleveland Cavaliers. I don't care what you do. You got to trade Kevin Love. I don't know what you get back, but I think <laughs> Dude, you, we have a lot of similar ones. I think you got to get rid of Caleb. I literally just have trade Kevin Love for draft capital slash young players. Yeah. Like if you could trade Kevin Love to like the San Antonio Spurs for like Keldon Johnson, do that. Good. That's good. Just you know, just don't don't trade Kevin Love for another like older guy who's on large like yeah. Marcus Saul or something. Don't do that. Even though Kevin Love on the Raptors would be nice. That'd be sweet. Was that it for Cleveland though? Yeah. Okay. Dallas. Dallas, I have another one that a name that's already came up. I want them to sign Montrez Harrell. 
I want him Ooh, to come in and play the five that. and move Kristaps back, back to the four. Kristaps did pretty well as the five. Yeah, I know he it. did. And but. I know, I mean, Kristaps would probably still be guarding the five, even though he's the four, just because he can stretch the floor. Montrez with Luca, I don't think works. Oh, see, I do. Montrez was the one that called Luca out. Good point. And they kind of had good beef. Point. Yeah, good the point. The Clippers and Mavericks, really, I don't see any of them guys teaming that's a, up. That's a really good with point. With Marcus Morris hurting Luca on purpose twice. Marcus Morris is a dirt. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about no, you're Montre- right. I mean, I like you're the right. fit, but I don't think that the the locker room situation works there. You're, right. you're absolutely right. I have Dallas uh, trade for Victor Oladipo. Um, Victor Oladipo expressed that he wanted to be uh, moved this offseason. Then he came out and said, actually, I don't really know. But he, I think he was just backtracking because he didn't want to get in any trouble from the league, I guess. But, um, yeah, Oladipo just brings that defense to the to the Mavericks. That, mm-hmm. I'm not saying Luka's a bad defender, but Oladipo is levels above Doncic on defense. Um so you have a you know you you trade for Oladipo, you probably have to give up you you probably have to give up Tim Hardaway for the money. Um you throw in Jalen Brunson and a pick, you probably get it done. You throw in a pick that you have this I think they have like the 19th pick in the draft, 18th pick, it's somebody else's. You give that pick and and Hardaway for Oladipo, that probably gets it done. I mean, Oladipo's value isn't really as high as it used to be, especially mm-hmm. with him being a free agent next offseason. So, yeah, I think Oladipo on the Mavericks really pushes them to that next level, and they, I really believe that um, Dallas can fight for a championship next year without even knowing what their free agency is going to be oh, like. Dallas will be so good next like, season. I'm saying they could even just bring back the same squad, and they, they could fight for a championship. Like, that's how good Luka is. And Kristaps and Luka are only better together. Yeah, like Chris and it was, was weird because at the beginning of the year last year, they didn't look that good together, no. and then it just clicked out yeah. of nowhere. Well, Kristaps was coming off his injury, so mm-hmm. you know I do so much, but now it looks like he's comfortable, and if they're comfortable, if Luka ever gets comfortable. I mean, you look how good they were against that. I know the Clippers ended up losing the next round, but you look how good they looked against that Clippers team in round one, and then KP went out, and then they lost, but like... If KP doesn't get hurt, they might upset the Clippers. There's a series of unfortunate events that follows that series. Yeah. Kristaps getting ejected. I mean, Dallas could have, like, they they legitimately could have went to the Western Conference Finals. Oh, if they If yeah. KP doesn't get hurt, they could have beat the Clippers. Who knows what happens between them and the Nuggets. That's a really good Luka versus Murray and, oh. and Jokic versus Porzingis. Mm. That's in. I, I, they probably would have put Jeremy Grant on Porzingis, though. Yeah. Okay, on to the Denver Nuggets. That's kind of weird. <laughs> Denver, uh, there's a big name that gets thrown around Denver a lot, and it's Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal, yep. I don't want that. I don't want to see them trade away their core, their young guys, for Bradley Beal. If I if you're going to trade anybody, I want them to go get Buddy Healed as mm-hmm. kind of a similar player to Bradley yeah, Beal. Just, I mean, just a lesser lower, yes. yeah. But he, but he, they are similar players, yes. Yeah. So I kind of have the same thing. I have tried to trade for Bradley Beal. I think you do your best. You you throw Michael Porter Jr., Gary Harris, and a pick. And then if they say no to that, you say, all right, that's cool. I don't really feel like giving up anything more than that. So then, and I also have then, then try to get Buddy Heald. And I think you could, <laughs> I think you could get Buddy Heald for Gary Harris and like a, a lottery protected oh, first. Oh, Or... Even they have Houston's pick this year. So Buddy Heald wants out. You could trade pick, I think it's pick 21 or 22. Pick 22 and Gary Harris for Buddy Heald. That might even be giving up too much, but I don't really know. But yeah. Buddy Heald in, in Denver, I think that works pretty well. Just adds more shooting. which And then you, you get to keep my, or Michael Porter Jr. and Bull Bull. 
without having to give up any of your young pieces. I like that for, for Denver. Too. Denver is, they, they really just need to, if you can't make a trade for a star this offseason, just bring in more guys like you did with, with Jeremy Grant. You know, because yep. you're going to have some money this offseason with Paul Millsap leaving. Uh, unless you want to re-sign Millsap to a smaller deal, which that wouldn't be bad because he was pretty good for them. Next team, your very own Detroit Pistons. What is, I mean, there's so many things for the Pistons. So many things. What is the main thing? If we don't, and this is hard to say because this isn't easy to do. If the Pistons do not get LaMelo Ball or James Wiseman in this offseason, I consider this offseason a bust. Yeah, but how are they? Like, it's not their fault, though. They're at seven. I know, but they can trade up with Blake Griffin and D. Rose. But what if no one wants that? Then, then there's then, nothing you can then do. Then there's nothing you can do. But that is my look. And I, Detroit, just blow it up. <laughs> get rid of Blake Griffin, re sign Christian Wood, and get rid of D. Rose. Not saying that I don't like those guys. Yeah. I'm just a fan of the Pistons, and I want to get rid of your guys that have value, pretty yeah. much. Mine is, uh, where is it? Pay Christian Wood. Yep. I think that is that is number one on the agenda. If you can't get anything else done, if you can't trade up in the draft, if you can't, if you don't like a trade for D Rose, that sucks. But that's whatever. You gotta pay Christian Wood. You can pay him long term. You can pay him on a one year deal so he can get more money next year. Whatever you do, because Christian Wood is kind of the only bright spot in Detroit right now. Because last year, last year before Christian Wood broke out, once we traded Drummond. It was like, man, the Pistons are in a really bad spot because we don't really have any young promise or promising young players. Seku hasn't shown any promise yet. Luke Kennard has been a good shooter, but like he he could leave this offseason if, yeah. if some team gives him an offer that Detroit doesn't want to give him. But Christian Wood has kind of just came out of nowhere and is showing that he could be a star. He has that, but he does have that potential, and I really hope he does that. One thing I want to ask you about, I thought about this on the way here. Um. With trying to get LaMelo Ball, because I think that is a huge, big, that's a big deal. And I think we should also trade Derrick Rose this offseason. Mm-hmm. But do you think that Minnesota, they, they said they've given up on Jarrett Culver, right? Yep. Do you think Minnesota would give us one, pick one, Jarrett Culver, and they'd have to give us James Johnson for the money, for Blake, D-Rose, slash Luke Kennard, I don't know if they want D-Rose back or not, and seven. Do you think they do that? Yeah, I know. I think they do. Because they, they would be taking a chance on Blake Griffin, but Blake Griffin's contract is is bad, though. Bad. It's huge. And you're giving up pick one. Yeah. But you get Blake. And, I mean, if they want D-Rose, you can have him. But if you don't want D-Rose, we can do a sign-and-trade for Luke Kennard. Which I think works. I think Kennard Depending fits, on so. how much money Kennard gets, though, because James Johnson is, even though he's on a big deal, he's on like 19 mil, and Blake Griffin's is like 30 mil. So. Yeah, that's a lot of money. And then depending on, I mean, if Luke Kennard gets paid over $10 million, I don't think we can do Luke mm-hmm. Kennard. Do they want D-Rose back? No. I don't know. Not with D-Lo there. But but I I think that the Pistons should take a chance on Jarrett Culver, though. I mean, I like, you get Jarrett Culver and, and then LaMelo Ball. Like, if they've already given up on Culver, that means their value on him isn't that high. My hope for next but year. But if you, if you can get one, but you can't get Culver, that's fine. Just do Blake Griffin and pick seven and something else for one. That's cool, too. My hope for next year, start at the one, LaMelo Ball. At the two, Svi Mikhailuk. At the three, Saku Dumbaya. At the four, Christian Wood. And at the five, I don't care. <laughs> you could even put Christian Wood at the five, put Seku, Seku at, at the, the four, four, and start Bruce, Bruce Brown, Brown at the two, and Svi at the three, probably. 
That's a great. I mean, that's if, a great if, team. If to me. we give up Luke Kennard, if we if Luke Kennard is gone, that's a perfect team to me. <laughs> that's championship caliber team. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to Golden State. Yeah, Golden State. This is a very interesting one because there's a lot that Golden Golden State is probably in the best position, which is weird because they have pick two, and I would say Minnesota is in a really hard yeah, decision, and they so. have the first pick in the draft, which is weird. But Golden State is in such a good spot right now. So if I'm gold, I've given so much thought to this second I know, I thought of several different trades. See, I thought of one trade that I'd be like, if I don't do this, I'm doing this. Uh-huh. If you cannot go out and get Ben Simmons, I seriously would probably not trade that pick. I am drafting about, like, James Bradley Wiseman. Bradley Beal? I'm still drafting James Wiseman. You would take Wiseman over to get Bradley Beal. What about Joel Embiid? I would, okay, Joel Embiid, but I think... Yeah, I would take Joel Embiid over Wiseman, obviously. But I yeah. think Wiseman is going to be a star. Uh-huh. And I think he fits with the Warriors. So athletic, mm-hmm. long, jumps high, dunks hard, shoots the rock. Yeah. I don't get why he's not, like, the perfect guy for the Warriors. No, he. I mean, he doesn't really shoot the rock yet, but he'll be able to. Um, I like Wiseman in Golden State, but my move for them is because I think you can still get top talent, uh, or not top talent, but good talent in this draft with trading down. So mine is trade down in the draft to acquire Kelly Oubre or Aaron Gordon. Um, the Suns have the 10th pick. The The Magic have the 15th pick. So you trade you trade number two for Oubre and 10, straight up, because you still keep Wiggins. You have Oubre. I think the money works, I think, hopefully. Um, and that just adds to their depth, which I think that's just what they're trying to do. I mean, last year they really, wing depth. Is what yeah, last year just really helped with their their tryout season pretty much. They're like, okay, whoever plays good this year will be on our championship squad next year. Yeah. And Marquise Chris is going to be on that squad. Kevon Looney, Kevon, Damian Lee will probably be on that squad. You know, yep. just guys that played pretty good. Eric Pascal, Eric, yeah, yeah, definitely Eric Pascal. So I have them, and then Aaron Gordon. I think Aaron Gordon. It might be who's better, Aaron Gordon or Ubre? Probably Aaron Gordon. Oh, I think Uber. Eh. Think so it's close. It's close. Um, I'd prefer to have Uber on my team. I I think I would prefer to have Aaron Gordon on the Warriors, though. I no, really don't know. I really they're, they're very similar players. Uber runs the they floor. They are very similar players. Well. And Uber is probably a better defender than Aaron Gordon. I don't know. I don't know. But um, yeah, I think you trade down in the draft for one of those guys. You trade number two for uh, I've seen also trade number two to the Magic for Vucevic. Ooh. Which that would be interesting. Oh, I like that. I do like that. Um, yeah, you'd have to give yeah. up Wiggins though for the money. You'd have to get because Wiggins and two for Vucevic. That's kind of a lot. I'm not like this valuing Vucevic. Wow, I love that. I love that. You could probably get pick 15 in that too. Swap yeah. the picks. Maybe you get. I don't know Terrence Ross or something. <laughs> <laughs> I like that a lot. Is that all we got for Golden State? Yeah. Houston, this is the most obvious to me. Get Miles Turner. I I also have trade for Miles Turner, and then if you can't do that, uh, try and get Aaron Baines. He's a free agent. I don't know how you're gonna make it work because you're gonna have to do a salary dump of some sort. Wait, is that the right one? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you could do like a. I saw Robert Covington getting traded to Milwaukee for Divincenzo. That's a salary dump. I know Covington's very valuable. You could somehow try to make the move. Uh, trade Aaron, Eric Gordon to a team that has a lot of money for nothing. But I don't know who would want Eric Gordon No, and his contract. So, 
Yeah, I, I think that the only... I don't think you're going to be able to get Aaron Baines unless he he's willing to sign for the mid-level exception, but I definitely think he'll get paid by somebody. So, Miles Turner is the guy for them, but I don't know how you pull it off. Me either. Because you're just going to have to give up more future assets you that, that you don't have. Yeah, you're going to have to give up Roko Yeah, because too. you can't give up Eric Gordon and and Austin Rivers to get Miles Turner. That's just not going to work. So, yep. next. Indiana. Indiana. We were just talking about them with Miles Turner, so... This is a team I really don't know the direction you take. I like the idea of getting rid of Miles Turner and letting Demonis, Demonis Sabonis, Demonis, <laughs> Demonis Sabonis run the five full time and be the guy. And I just have low. more floor spacing with. Yep. But I think it is time to part ways with two, one of two players. I don't want to part ways with TJ Warren. I think it's time to part ways with VO though. I think his value is honestly, I know it sounds crazy. Is that an all-time high coming off this injury? B.O.? Yeah. Just because. You're telling me higher than I, okay, when he no, was all-NBA no, player? No, okay, no, not <laughs> higher. But, like, I think it can only go down from here. Yeah, with I, a I, do, I do agree with that. Like, yeah. I don't think it can Like, it's as high as it can be yeah. is what you mean. Yeah. So, I think you trade him now before he re-injures himself. Uh-huh. And if he doesn't re-injure himself, okay, you should avoid the risk. Mine for Indiana is, I, I have one, and then I have one in my head that I didn't write down. I just have trade Victor Oladipo for a pick in this year's draft. Like a high pick, like trading him to Atlanta for number six. Yep. Trading him to Dallas for pick 17 and Jalen Brunson. Trade him for draft capital and young players. But I also kind of think, what if, what if you... What if you trade TJ Warren? Because I was, I was, I've been thinking like they gotta, they gotta make TJ Warren the guy after his bubble. They need to show that he can do it. But what if they think like, hmm, we know that bubble TJ Warren isn't, isn't here to stay. Isn't like regular TJ Warren, and I mean he might be, but like we don't really know yet until next season starts. What if you? You trade TJ Warren while his value is, his value is definitely at an all time high. I think you, you you trade you if you package Warren with Oladipo, you might be able to get something like pick one mm-hmm. and something oh, else. You could too. Those two guys going to Minnesota or I mean they'd have to give up. No, it wouldn't work with Minnesota just for money. You'd have to trade them to Golden State, trade those two to Golden State for Wiggins to next year's Minnesota pick. Damn, I like that a lot for the Warriors. Like, do you do you think they should trade TJ Warren? No. At, now that his value is at an all time high, do you think TJ Warren can do what he did last no, year? I don't. Do you think no. he can average twenty a night? Yeah, because he averaged at least he averaged, he averaged eighteen last yeah. year, like before he the bubble. I don't, I don't see yeah, why he averaged not. like eighteen point one or two. So TJ really impressed me. He was the Pacers' leading scorer last year. So yep. Um. Yeah. The the Pacers they're one of the they're one of the teams. There's like five teams in the league that are just like they're in such a weird in spot right now. Like Indiana, just because they have a couple players that don't want to be there, they have a couple. They have, a, they, I don't know, they're just in a really weird spot, just like Houston is and Clippers. The clip and yeah, the Clippers too. That's who. We're, that's our next team. Yep, L.A. Clippers. Who? You, what do you got for the Clippers? They are, yeah, they're in a weird spot too. Like, do they keep their their stars? They're in a weird spot. So weird. We've discussed before what they should do. I do not know what the Clippers should do. Like, do you have nothing for them? Nothing. I don't have a clue. Nothing? <laughs> no. I no. Do you think that 
okay, do you think you exercise the options for Paul George? Do you do you throw him out there and see what's out there? No. Or do you do you not? I don't think you're gonna get anything good enough in return for Paul George. I still we both still highly value Paul George as the second best shooting guard in the league. Yeah. I struggle to say we should that you should we that you should trade him. I agree, but I don't know where you go with this team to make it better, make improve what's going on there. My move for the Clippers is uh is a guy who I have on here a couple times a little later. He's I think this is one of the most valuable free agents of this year's class just because he won't be making max money, but he is a very very good role player, like a top tier role player in the NBA, and that is uh, go out and get Jeremy Grant. From the Denver Nuggets. Um, like I said, the Denver and Clippers, I don't know how, you know, they, they kind of had a little rivalry in the playoffs. I don't know how that's going to work. But, I mean, Jeremy Grant kind of just brings what Marcus Morris did without the scoring but better defense. But you're going to lose <laughs> You're gonna lose Montrez Harrell. Yeah, you're probably going to lose Marcus Morris. So, like, the Clippers are in a really weird spot, man. A lot of the talk is bringing Rondo. They need a. They do need a floor general. If you mm-hmm. could trade for Derrick Rose, that'd be cool. But I think I think there's a different team that would be able to trade for D Rose a little easier than yep. the Clippers. So, yeah, I, I have signed Jeremy Grant, but the Clippers, the, the, it's championship or bust next year because Kawhi and Paul George are probably for sure going to leave if they don't win it. And then you're. That's why I feel like you might. You might think about trading Paul George because they shot themselves in the foot. Because now, if if it's it's literally championship or bust next year, and you have to go more all in than you already did. It's championship or bust, and if you bust, you're bust for like six. You're years. bust for your Brooklyn Nets bust. Yeah, it's bad. So let's move on to the other team in LA, the reigning champions, the LA Lakers. What do they have to do to get back to the finals next year? I'm going to bring up a guy you just brought up. Right, right, right in my paper. We're going to add shooters, and we want Jeremy Grant. Add shooters and Jeremy Grant. Like, get a shooter, like shooters, oh. or get Jeremy Grant. I think Jeremy Grant helps them so much. I think Jeremy Grant... They don't can, have a lot of money, but... No, I, I think Jeremy Grant fits on any team, any roster. And there's also, it came out that the Lakers and the Pistons are very real... Either. It's very realistic that D Rose gets traded there this, not off season, but this season. That's my mine is trade for Derrick Rose because, uh, like I said, I think the Lakers are in a better position to trade for Derrick Rose because I think Kyle Kuzma is a more promise is more promising than the Clippers trading like Landry Shamit and a like a twenty twenty six first because I think that's their next first round pick that they own. It's like crazy, Um, but the Lakers giving up Kuzma and like. And somebody else, I don't probably Avery Bradley to get Derrick Rose. Mm. I think that's a better deal for the Pistons. Yeah. I think Kuzma as a top option works a lot better. Uh, I think Kuzma is a Kuzma really impressed me in this playoffs. Yeah, and I think Kuzma in Detroit, where he can shoot the ball a lot more. We've never really seen Kuzma as, except for his rookie year, pretty much, where he kind of just took. Well, over. there was one year where he kind of had like it was LeBron when LeBron was hurt. Yeah, yeah, but um. But that was when, I mean, the Ingram was kind of doing his thing a little bit. That was when he started to take off. So we really have never seen Kuzma as the number one guy. I would like to see that in Detroit. I really would. And if it sucks, then he's going to get a lot of crap. But he's from Michigan. You know, we'll see how it works. But the Lakers, uh, do you think they get, do you think they should trade Danny Green after, after everything that happened? Hell no. I don't think so either. But you're losing KCP. Yep, you are. But hell no, you're not. You're losing, uh, 
Dwight, uh, you might lose Dwight Howard. He'll probably get paid by somebody after his playoffs. I, I would assume he gets at least ten to twelve. Ooh, really? I don't know about that. I'd say like I'd say like six to eight, probably. I mean, he was on. He was making like yeah. one million dollars this year. Like he was on one of the. He was on a veterans well, it was minimum a revival year. Yeah. Fun. Memphis. Memphis Grizzlies. They're in a pretty good spot with their young talent. They're only going to get better next year. Yep. I don't want them to make a big change. I don't want them to go out and get somebody. I want them to sign a veteran. And the veteran who I think every team could use, not every team, but most teams, is Rondo. I think Rondo is a backup PG and a mentor, J.A. Morant. (laughs) John Morant would help so much. Okay, I like that. I have Memphis trade for Buddy Heald. Uh, I have that Buddy Heald getting that. traded for love again. That. I know. I think I think Buddy Heald in Memphis is nice because you could. I I don't think you have to give up a lot to get Buddy Heald. You give up Justice Winslow, who's a guy who doesn't. They don't really know if he's even going to fit there. He's been in just a lot of trade talks already for the trade rumors this off season. You trade Justice Winslow and like. I don't know, DeAnthony Melton or Josh Jackson. I think you can get Buddy Heal for that. I don't even know if you have to give up a pick. Me either. Because Buddy Heal wants out of he doesn't Sacramento. Want in Sacramento. So Sacramento just wants him to get out of there, let alone get value for him. So yeah, I think I think that you do that. I think you go out and get Buddy Healed and then you compete for in the West next year because that team definitely can compete. Oh, Jaron Jackson, Jay Moore. I still I've said this several times, but I'll say it so many times. The West is gonna be so hard to predict. We're going to we do our preseason. It's going to be awesome. I love, I'm so excited <laughs> for that. Because revisiting it was so much fun. Yeah, Look for at real. this freaking Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> Next team, the Miami Heat, the reigning Eastern Conference champions. We, finals runner-up. We've talked about this a lot. And I want. I still... Head hasn't changed. I want Gallo still. Uh, that's exactly what I am. Get Gallinari. You're going to have to trade Iguodala for nothing. Yep. Which I don't know if you're going to be able to do that. <laughs> you're definitely going to have to trade him to a team that is Charlotte? contending. No, because oh. no no team that isn't good is going to want Iguodala. Oh, why would Charlotte want Montrez? But you got to think about though. Uh, you have to you you would have to give up a pick with Iguodala just yeah. to get him off your team. Yeah, it'd be the pick that the you're... Warriors did that. They gave up a pick plus Iguodala to the Grizzlies for like a second round pick. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd have to give up like a, a protected future first. Just to get him off your team, which you you'd be willing to do to get Gallinari, because I really do believe if Gallinari is on that Heat team this year, they probably win it. They probably beat the Lakers. Oh, this year, yeah. yeah. Oh, I agree. It, but I mean, Bam and Dragic getting hurt injury. We, we don't know how that would how that would turn out, but yeah, Gallo just adds that, just makes that team so much better. Yeah, Gallo is everything that team. Need, needs I say needs like they need and he's something. a free agent too I don't know how much yeah. money he's gonna be looking to make but I'd say 12 I'd say more than that I'd say probably like 16 ish 16 to 18 because he's on like a, he's on like a 20 mil right yeah. deal right now but he kind of he fell back in like probably like the third or fourth option and OKC yeah around there I mean he's still he's still pretty good everybody though. knows he's still yeah. legit but Next Milwaukee team, Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks, man. They are another one of those teams that is in a really weird spot because they need to impress Giannis so he doesn't now. leave. It doesn't look like Giannis is going to sign the Supermax this mm-hmm. offseason, which is smart because you you want to you want to view your options and everything. You know, you can still sign the Supermax next offseason. You can just they just give you the option to do it early. And teams have already came out and said they want him. Mavericks yeah. want him. Miami Heat want him. Heat want everybody. Mavericks. Oh my God, that would be insane. That'd be a god. Luca and Giannis. They'd probably they they win. They three peat. That's three of the top four foreign players in the league right now. Oh yeah, right with Jokic as the fourth. Jokic, Embiid though. 
Embiid better part than Porzingis. Part, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And Ben Simmons, I guess, is a foreigner. Yeah. Foreigner. <laughs> uh, uh, Bucks need to go get CP3. Yeah, trade for CP3. Very yeah. simple. I think that's all we need to say about that one. Next team, this is probably this is another team that's in a, <laughs> such a weird spot. The Minnesota Timberwolves. We've talked about this several times. What do you think they got to do to with with everything? We've talked about this too, as well. Also, I think you got to go out and get Ben Simmons. I have the same thing. We've had a lot of similar ones. You got you have to at least try to get Ben Simmons. Uh, you, you know, you throw the pick. You throw Jared the pick, Culver, Culver, James Johnson for money. Uh, throw in you could throw in another pick if you want. Have to be I can't a, think of their starting. Small they have forward. two first round picks this year. They have they have number twenty I think too. Throw them both in. Throw them both in. Get Ben Simmons. Yeah, he's the perfect player for your roster. Get Ben Simmons and just run it, and then just you know you don't have a lot of other guys. You still have Malik Beasley. You still have Josh Okoji. You know you get some guys on the mid level exception in the free agency, and you got to try to make the playoffs because you do not. You either have to make the playoffs. Or you have to be the worst team in the league and hope you don't hope you don't fall in the lottery because that pick is top three protected and you don't want to get lose out on a lottery pick. No. You know, there's nothing worse than not having your own lottery pick. I don't know. I don't know if there's a player in the league right now that I'm like, if he moved teams, that team would be almost like almost a perfect team, like Ben Simmons going to Minnesota. Uh, not a perfect team though, but like they perfect, don't have a, a lot of pieces. Perfect a perfect, perfect three guys, perfect maybe. Fit. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Ben Simmons, Cat, and D'Lo. Oh, my word. Mm-hmm. Now we're on to a team that's in a pretty good situation. The New Orleans Pelicans. They've got to have a lot of young guys that are they're looking to to make a playoff run next year. What do you got for them? I just want them to hold on to J.J. Redick uh-huh. this season. I don't want them to do anything drastic. I want to see uh, Lonzo has to take a step this next year because he hasn't. We've been saying it for four years now. That Lonzo needs to take that. And Lonzo is a restricted free agent. Uh, Maybe three years. After next year. Like, he has one year left on his deal. And I could see a, I, I could see Lonzo Ball getting traded this season. Like, not in the offseason, but in the in the season. Because I feel like a team like the New York Knicks would pay uh, Lonzo Ball just because he's Lonzo Ball. And the Pelicans might be like, I don't really think he's worth $20 million, you know? I don't think he's worth, right now... He's not worth $15 mil. He's probably no. worth 10 I'll give him 10 Yeah, but he has not impressed me at all. I mean, he's a, gr- he's a good defender and a good playmaker. But even when, he's, when, I, even when I say he's a good playmaker, when I'm watching him, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not sitting there thinking, man, that was he's playing... Man, he's really opening up the floor for everybody. So, yeah. I don't know. I, he really needs to show me something to see. I have the uh, New Orleans Pelicans sign Aaron Baines, uh, oh, another okay. guy who I've brought up once or twice. Aaron Baines, uh, Derek Favors is going to be gone, Who? which I don't I don't really like the Favors-Zion fit because neither of them can really stretch the floor. You bring in Aaron Baines, he's one of the best three-point shooting big men in the NBA. Yep. So, you, you pair him up with Zion, that's a pretty good fit. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, do you think they should trade Drew Holiday or no? You think no. They, they hold on to him? I think they should hold on to him yeah. as like a mentor piece for everybody. Or you trade him to Brooklyn for Karis Avert and yep. and somebody else because I think that's good to get to get younger still. I also don't mind the idea of trading Derek Favors. Just I think, well, he's a free agent. Oh, okay. Yeah, he signed a one-year deal. But I think Zion is a better five than he is a four. Yeah. Next team is the New York Knicks. You can say yours. I'm going to check on the video. New York Knicks. My game plan for the Knicks. I want you guys to find a way to get worse. <laughs> I want you guys to. And I don't want you to sign Van Vliet. So I, I put sign Rondo just as give trade you somebody. For, trade for Westbrook, question mark? 
I want them to do everything to get worse and give RJ Barrett the keys. Not that I think he's he's the answer, but you gotta you gotta do something. Mitchell Robinson, RJ Barrett, I like that. Mine with the Knicks is trade up in the draft and get Lamelo Ball. Okay, that works too. Because trade I think up with who? With what pick? With what pieces? One or two. Um, I think I really do think. The Knicks are all in on, they want LaMelo Ball. Obviously, they were the first team to meet with LaMelo Ball as as they have the eighth pick in the draft. That shows that they kind of have plans of something. If I'm the Warriors, I'm taking Mitchell Robinson and eight for two all day. Do the Knicks do that? I would. I would. Because, you know, you don't really, Mitchell Robinson is like your only really solidified young player. R.J. Barrett is going to, has the potential, but he had an average rookie year. Mitchell Robinson is, is showed that he's he's going to be a pretty good NBA center when it, for years to come, and and do you give him up for that? I don't I don't know a hundred percent. Maybe the Warriors would take. Um, I mean, no, that no. all their young guys don't really have value anymore. Kevin Knox has no value. Dennis Smith Jr. has no value. He will be out of play this year. Frank Nilakina does. He's a pretty good defender. Can't shoot, but Big he does show promise. Um. But, but that's pretty much Mitchell it. Robinson on the Warriors works too. Yeah, like that's a good. Or fit. you trade up with Minnesota, um, yep. giving. But I don't know what they would want because they don't want Mitchell Robinson or Barrett or and then the rest. I of the mean, roster. they would take Barrett. I I mean, I don't think the Knicks are going to trade Barrett though. No, but I, I you still could give up Julius Barrett. Randall maybe. But I mean, Is maybe he was, was he on one year? No, he he's like the only one on the oh. Knicks. That, like the Knicks have a bunch of money this offseason again because Randall's the only multi-year deal that they have pretty much. <laughs> So yeah, uh, I think they should trade up for the metal ball. I don't know what it's going to take. You're probably going to have to do it with Golden State because I don't think you can pull it off with Minnesota. So hopefully Minnesota doesn't draft him and you did it all for nothing. Next, Oklahoma City Thunder. Trade CP3 for draft capital. I want more future. Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry, Jordan. Uh, um, I have trade... CP3 for Dante DiVincenzo, and then whatever else, you're going to have to get some bad contracts in return. You're going to have to get Eric Bledsoe, but DiVincenzo's the main piece there. You're getting younger. You're getting more picks. You would love to get uh, Milwaukee's unprotected 2021 pick. Mm-hmm. Wait, would that be next year's pick? Yeah. Yeah, not 2021, 2022, Two, the one because Giannis, Giannis could leaves. leave. Yep. You'd love to get that pick because that could be a valuable pick at some point. Even if it's like top five protected, still like it, it could be a good pick. Yep. But yeah, I think you get Divincenzo. Orlando. I, this is an interesting one. Orlando's yep. in a in a they're not in a weird spot, but they're just like they they have a lot of options with what they could do. They could become they could tank and become a horrible team because they've kind of been like the Pistons. They've been an average squad. They could make a move for kind of a pretty good player and be a six seed. <laughs> What do you got? I think you have to part ways. We talked about it like as we were sitting here. Part ways with Isaac or Gordon. Uh, just pick one. I think you stick with Isaac and trade Gordon. I think Gordon so, too. Because you... The two of them together hasn't really worked. Well, and if you keep Isaac, he's not going to play all year. So you're going to have a good pick and still have Isaac. Yeah. So that's what I like. I have sign or... Because DeRozan has a player option. I say sign DeRozan or trade for DeRozan. Um, I think that... I would like to see DeRozan on the Magic. And then if you can't do that, I have two options. Or go out and sign Fred Van Vliet. Um, you'd, I think you'd have to give up some kind of contract. Like You'd have to do a salary dump like Terrence Ross. He's on like $18 million deal over two years. But yeah, I like I like DeRozan or Freddie in Orlando. I could just see them going to a team like Orlando. And Orlando just give it one more year to maybe try and compete a little bit. And then maybe you tank it, but... 
They're in they're in an interesting spot. They still have Vooch. Yeah, they, they still, still have Vooch. They still have Fournier. Fournier. They have young pieces and Markel Fultz and John Isaac and Mo Bamba still. I would like to see Mo Bamba start to improve. They have uh that dude from from Auburn who they drafted last year who missed the yep. whole year. Kiki. Yep. Kiki, I forget his last name, but he was pretty good at Auburn, so yeah, they're in a good they're in a pretty good spot. Philly. Philly. I have a couple ones here. I am still set in stone on even with the new head coach. I don't know how Doc Rivers feels, but I think you still have to split Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid up. Whether that be for a star now, whether that be like a kind of almost a rebuilding Joel Embiid is not old. You can keep no. him for a long time. And but he's just injury prone, and he's yes. never had a full season without injuries, Yes, which is scary. So I think I do think you trade one of them for a high pick in this year's draft, LaMelo or James Wiseman, and then run from there, just work. It's almost like going back to the process, but not fully back to the yeah. process. So I have three guys here, actually. I don't think they should split Simmons and Embiid. You got Buddy Hield. I think that they should try and just do it for one more year with new coach. Trade for Buddy Heald. Knew it. Trade for Evan Fournier. Okay. Which I think that Evan Fournier, uh, I don't think he's going to get traded, but he would be a hot commodity if he came out and said that he wanted to be traded. He, I, everyone would him. I like Fournier's game. Or sign Seth Curry. Because <laughs> um, Seth Curry's a free agent this offseason. I, I sense a theme in those three players. <laughs> I wonder what it was. They're all... NBA players. NBA players. <laughs> no, they all they all can shoot the hell out of the basketball, and that's exactly what they need. Um, I really think that you also got to bring back Alec Burks because Alec Burks came in in that uh, that trade with the Warriors and was the sixth man for that team and was like in the playoffs. He he was playing thirty five minutes a night off the bench and was he scored twenty a couple games. So Philly's in a really really difficult spot, and I don't know what to do. And with Doc Rivers there, I don't see them trading Simmons or yep. Embiid. I get that. Phoenix, Phoenix Suns. This team is in an interesting spot because they were competing hard for a playoff spot this year. They showed that they can be a yeah, playoff. And basketball I don't think team. that they should go back in the wrong direction. Nope. I think they're headed upwards. Finally, I think you go out and sign Jeremy Grant. Wow, I have the same one. That one's really weird that we have that. And that's a that's a simple one. I don't think it needs much because discussion. that four is just like that. They they kind of have their spots everywhere. The the wing, the three, and the four. They have Sarich, but Grant would be perfect. perfect. Cam Johnson, Mikel Bridges, but I mean, I I think you do need to trade Kelly Oubre though. Yep. Portland. Portland. I don't know if this works money-wise. I don't know what you have to do. You probably got to get rid of Hassan Whiteside. I want... The guy I want, I want somehow you guys get TJ Warren. Whether it be you trade for him or... Okay. Well, you'd have to trade for him, but... I think you trade Whiteside and... What Whiteside's a free agent. Resign Whiteside and trade him. I have a, a a pretty weird one. I think it's time to split up Dame and CJ. What? What? Uh, it's like splitting up DeMar I have, and Kyle I have trade CJ for like a two-for-one type thing. Trade CJ for two guys that can come in and be huge pieces. You could trade CJ to Orlando for Evan Fournier and... Aaron Gordon. I don't think that would, the Magic would take. You'd have to throw in a pick with that. I don't yeah. think the Magic would do that. But you could trade CJ McCollum to... The Indiana Pacers for Oladipo and somebody else. I mean, they have a lot of options, but right now they're in a they're in a weird spot. I think bring back Melo though is number one option, honestly, because yeah. Melo is pretty good for them. 
But you you were hurt last year, but next year, you know, you look at the West and it's just like, how much better can this team get? Especially with how injury prone they all were. They need to just get deeper. And I think the only way they get deeper is trading McCollum because he's on a him and Lillard on ginormous contracts. And with trading McCollum, you can, you know, do a two for one type thing. I don't have a specific player there though. Sacramento. Sacramento. I think this one's obvious as well. Trade heel for draft capital. Healed. Mine's kind of like that. It is trade heel, but I think you take a chance on Al Horford. I think you do because <laughs> Al Horford was rumored to sign with Sacramento last offseason. It said it came down to Philly and Sacramento, and he chose Philly. Um, so they obviously wanted him, and I, I don't know if they still want him, but you can really help. Hopefully he can mentor Marvin Bagley because Marvin Bagley has just really looked like the outcast of mm-hmm. that 2018 loaded draft with uh, with and Luca, Trey Young, and Jaron, all top five, along with Bagley. Bagley's really the like the outcast. Odd, odd man the, yeah, out. exactly. And you really hope he needs to pan out. Um, but if I'm Sacramento, you have to try to make the playoffs. I know that the West is loaded. They almost made it two years ago. They were so close. But De'Aaron Fox, I know he's still young, but like I, I listened to De'Aaron Fox on JJ Reddick's podcast, and it was just like. He was just talking about Sacramento. He's just talking about how much different it is being in Sacramento than when he was in Kentucky and a star high school player, and now he's in Sacramento. And it was just like, the way he was talking was just kind of like, it doesn't really sound like he's going to be in Sacramento forever. Oh, I would, I doubt it. He's still really young. Like, you you still have at least three years of De'Aaron Fox mm-hmm. left before he can become unrestricted. I think they, did they pay him last offseason? I, I think I they're know. going to this year. But, um, yeah. I think you need to try and just you need to try and make the playoffs. And that's uh, not, that's one of my next basketball jerseys too. Is the Darren Fox? Oh yeah, the purple, I love Darren Fox. Purple Kings jersey. Uh, San Spurs. Antonio. I have an interesting one for this one. Spurs. It's not interesting for me. I. It's sad, but I think this is the end of the Spurs as we know it for the time being. I do think you got to blow it up. Yeah, I think sure. you're trading LA and Demar. I don't know how that. I don't know how you do it. I don't know where they go. Because they do have they do have a good young core. Dejounte Murray, Derek White, Kelton Johnson, Lonnie Walker. It's, Theme with all those guys though, they're all guards. They're all defenders. yeah, but they're all guards. You don't really have any forwards or centers. So mine is trade up in the draft and draft James Wiseman. Ooh, I love, love it. James Wiseman in San Antonio. I thought Me about too. that. I just I haven't even seen any rumors about that. I just thought about that last night when I was making this. I was like, I would love Wiseman under Pop. If, if, I don't know if Pop's going to leave. He probably will just because they're going to rebuild. But um, let's say because Wiseman won't go one, right? No. Charlotte uh, won't trade down at from three. So you'd probably have to do something with Golden State. Um, Golden State definitely wouldn't want Aldridge for Wiggins and two. So you'd have to. Mm, that's interesting. That's, I don't think you have I enough. Don't know, I don't know how you make that work. Maybe, maybe DeJounte Murray because they want wing depth. I mean, he's not really a wing. You'd have to probably throw like Bryn Forbes. Ah, oh, man, that's inch. You know, you might have to trade Derek White. You might have to. Mm-hmm. You throw in Derek White, Lamarcus Aldridge, and what pick do the Spurs have? 10? 10 for sure. two and Wiggins? Because you'd have to throw in Wiggins just for still, money. I'm still not even sure. Or do you think the Warriors would just do Derek White and 10? Or not 10, they have uh, 11. Do you think they would do Derek White and 11 for two straight up? Do you think no. the Warriors would do that? No. Probably not. I don't think you get enough. Probably. Maybe if they, you threw in like Trey Lyles or something. I, I don't, don't know. know. I just tough. think the Spurs have to try to have to try to pull it off. Yep, me too. 
I like that. And you might be able to, depending on how willing the Warriors are to trade out. If they really want to trade out, they will do it. But I think they're satisfied with having to take Wiseman. <laughs> yep. Raptors. Raptors. We have three teams left. We've been doing this for a while. If you're still listening, shout out to you. I don't know what to do with the Raptors. I said hold on to Van Vliet or go out and sign Montrez, but I still don't think those are the right moves Yeah, in the future. But I like Montrez, but I have get signed Hassan Whiteside. Oh, okay. uh, because you're going to lose Gasol and Ibaka. If you could bring back Ibaka, that would be huge, but I don't think you're going to be able to. Sounds like Gasol is going to go back to Spain and play, so yeah. he might just be done in the NBA, which would be really sad. But um, you're going to have money, though, because those two guys are each making 20-plus million dollars. You're going to have money to either re-sign Fred Van Vliet or to bring in somebody. And I really think that Fred Van Vliet is going to get like a huge deal from somebody. So I think you go out and get Hassan Whiteside. If not, you go out and get Jeremy Grant, another yep. guy who i just been saying. like He's uh, he's a perfect fit for yeah, I mean, he would. I mean, him and Siakam on the court, they wouldn't start Jeremy Grant. He'd have to come off the bench, but... Yeah, or you. I also another guy who've been saying a lot. You trade for Evan Fournier. You throw in Ooh. Terrence Davis, and and your pick from this year's draft. If but I don't You're know good. how much the Magic are willing to trade Evan Fournier yep. though. Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz. I have a theme for these last two. They're both the same pretty much. Utah. I'm not sure what to do. I saw Bleacher Report said to trade for Chris Paul. Don't think it's I realistic. Saw that too. Don't think it's realistic. Utah at all. trading for Chris Paul. They're, Con- they're saying trade. They Mike have Conley. to throw Conley in, but like, what else do you throw in there? I don't know. They don't have a lot of young pieces. I don't Sorry. know. No, you're good. I I wrote down no clue. <laughs> this is my other one that I was like at a loss for. So the Jazz are another team that's in a weird spot because they lost in the first round last year. They have Gobert who can can sign the supermax. Do they want to bring him back? Probably. I wouldn't. They've but, been competing for four years. Yeah, and they've made it to the. They never made it to the conference finals. They made it to the second round two or three times. But I have, you know what? You give it one more shot. You can trade Gobert at trade deadline if you look like it's not going to work out because you want to at least get some value for him. I have signed Davis Bertans. Uh, I think Bertans is a huge, uh, fruit, like role player free agent this year. Just like this whole this whole free agency class is loaded with with role players. Davis Bertans. Uh, he he straps from three. I mean, he he straps. He's a stretch four. Um, I think he works. I think he fits perfectly on the Jazz. You could because then you could bring Ingles or Bojan off the bench. Probably Ingles, or you could bring Davis off the bench, honestly, and just run back the same squad. Keep you have Jordan Clarkson still there. They could definitely still be good next year. But Conley, the point guard position is really questionable, though. I do mm. think a point guard is needed for them. Me too. Washington Wizards. Washington Wizards. Are you saying they're going to resign? I say Dallas? I say bring back Bertans. No, me too. Uh, I, I think, think that's agenda number one because I think that they should try to compete next year. And second, I don't think you trade Bradley. Yeah, Bell. that's what I'm saying. Like I think I don't think that him. you you just give it one more year. Like hey, if you know we haven't seen John Wall and Bradley Beal in two years, and and we have we have the ninth pick in this year's draft. We have a, our pick from last year's draft and Rui, who's looking like he's going to be a pretty good NBA player. Yeah. You have Thomas Bryant, who's been pretty good. Troy Brown Jr. Mo Wagner's been pretty nice for them. They actually have a lot more depth than it than it looked like yeah. last year, just because a lot of guys opted out and everything. Well, Thomas Bryant's a very good player. Yeah, like, very good NBA um, player. And then yeah, and like they have the ninth pick still, yeah. so like they could they have a lot of options here. I think number one is bring back Bertans and try Me to too. compete for a playoff spot next year, which I really think they could do, and they could honestly compete to win a series as well. Yep. If John Wall's a hundred percent, absolutely. 
Because we've never really seen prime Bradley Beal now with John Wall. Yeah, and John Wall, he says he's 110%. Not I sure. I doubt it. Like, he's probably not 2015 John Wall. Where he was incredible, but... But he's he's got to be still somewhat good, hopefully. Yeah, there's no way he's just bad. So, yeah, I think that wraps it up. Uh, it is about noon right now, so we are about to go watch some college football. So yes, for sure. I will see you guys... Wednesday. Thursday Wednesday. Ish. Yep, we'll see you Wednesday. Peace. Peace.